Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. Chung Radio Show. We are at Union Station right now. Exiting. Check it out. And um, heading to the Gold Line. We're gonna get out of the Gold Line. Head on over to. Up to uh, Chinatown, and then we'll walk from there. I think what I'll do is I'll bring you with me as I go to as I go to Wonder Bakery. That way. We can talk to the shopkeepers and see what the score is, pick up some coffee, and we might end it there. Who knows? You never know. However, I wanted to give you a little giblet here of the pre-show. For those of you who love hearing sounds... That's another reason why I like being out out and about with the podcast, because uh, I've been getting, <clears throat> just becoming very interested in the ASMR type stuff, and how and how um, there are those out there who love hearing the little intricacies of the sounds. The sounds of nails, for instance. A woman's nails on, um, tapping on like a wooden desk. Or the close-up sounds of coins being moved around in the hand. Or the sounds of uh, the, the, the wind going through trees. Close-ups of crackling on leaves, things like that. And it's always fun when editing to find, to look through the, uh, through the sound library to find various ambience 
to put in the background. That's always fun. So I can only imagine that those who are tapped into that, they might they might like that. Now I don't know the the true quality of this microphone I have attached to my iPhone. I don't know if it, uh, it has the surround sound situations that we're looking for. However, I know that things t tend to come out pretty clear. So that's something that I'm excited about. It's just great to step into a future that you imagined would be nice if it existed. <laughs> Stepping into a future that you had previously believed would be nice if it existed. And thinking about that idea of... Think about that idea of... Well, it taps into the manifestation of reality type of thing where you, you, you think so much about it, you imagine yourself in it, you visualize yourself in it, and then bam, that time actually opens up and unfolds in front of you. And I think when we notice that, when we see that, that's the gift right there. Sometimes, I don't know about you, for me, sometimes I'm so focused on the next projects that I'm working on that sometimes I, I don't fully embrace and fully experience the gratitude and appreciation and excitement for that dream unfolding right there in front of my eyes. So I think acknowledging that is a big deal. Acknowledging it is a big deal. For one reason that now that we see it and we declare it out loud to ourselves and we recognize and we go, aha, that's the result of this idea. That's the result of this imagination that I had. And here it is. It's unfolding in front of me. Now, we, when we recognize it, especially when we say it out loud in front of other people, it's like... It's like going, hey, look at my little kid over there. He's doing a little cartwheel. And the kid goes, oh, wow, you like that? And they do more of that. And then especially when you point it out and you, and you, and you, you exalt that child in front of other people. Now that kid is really excited about showing off his cartwheels. He sees now that there's an audience. There's some appreciators to it. That's that feedback of like, oh, wow. And that inspires the kid to do more great, you know, more cartwheels and whatnot. So I think when we exalt the you know, out loud to ourselves in front of others and we show appreciation for it and encouragement for that particular reality manifestation unfolding that builds up as an example in our brain that we had collaborated on the universe to make that happen and and the, the side effect, the byproduct of that is those who are there to actually witness that happen particularly those who were there who also witnessed you say, hey, someday this will happen. So then ideally that makes a connection in their brains, that epiphany, that revelation. So then the other added benefit, I think, one of many that I'm probably not even aware of, I think the other extra great thing about uh, saying it out loud and affirming it and being appreciative of it and giving it gratitude is that now the universe recognizes that you recognize it that it's like 
it's not a gift gone to waste. Now, obviously, it's it's it might be silly for me to place human emotions on a vast, you know, unknown universe. However, if I did come from that universe and I experience the feelings that I do, appreciation, gratitude, please and thank you, you know, that stuff, golden rule, I can only imagine if, if I have those in my brain and I came from the universe, I was created from the universe, I can only imagine that the universe also contains those similar vibes. Why wouldn't it relate to us on those vibes? So, I like to play with that idea and say the universe appreciates it when I point out those moments where I go, high five, high five to you, universe. We see that this just happened. You and I both know that we collaborated on this experience here, and I invite more of them. I invite more of them. I invite more of them. I just did the cube the Bashar transformative shifting cube on the train here. Another very interesting thing is that down there in the subway, I rarely get, I rarely get service down there. Yet for some reason today, all the bars, I had all the bars down there. I was able to text Lawrence, I was able to check my Instagram. Um, I texted Josh, John Garside sent me a text and so that, that's what clued me in that I actually had service down there was that I heard the text message sound and I go, Whoa, what? What's that? Sometimes there are these spots down there in the subway where in certain areas you can you can suddenly get a little bit of juice in there, some kind of signal. Uh, this time it lasted a really long time. I don't know if they're starting to install Wi-Fi in those subways or what the score is. However, it's quite an interesting thing to see. So that thing happened and that happened after I had I'd done the transformative shifting cube if you'd like to know about the transformative shifting cube please send me an email to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com that goes for any of you who would like to have your music poetry spoken word gibberish dreams epiphanies synchronicities fringe theories all sort of magical stuff not the, not the mundane stuff anything that is the, the, the other the you know the the stuff that comes from going out there and exploring the unknown, that kind of information, I'm very excited about. Any abduction stories, extraterrestrial sightings, astral projection stories, oh gosh, anything. Interesting things that you found with the microscope, please send it to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. You can even send it as an MP3. And I think, you know what I'm going to do too, is I'm going to be experimenting more with this Anchor app. I signed into this on the laptop the other day and I noticed that it enables me to upload stuff so I think I can even actually upload files directly from my computer into the podcast so that's that's very exciting so yeah send me send me those and I'll I'll attempt to include them on this particular podcast however also remember it's uh you send it to me there's a good chance it's going to be played on k chung 1630 a.m on the first or third monday of each month which is when the show is it goes from one o'clock until two o'clock pacific standard time one o'clock to two o'clock p.m so i'm on my way right now 
waiting for the Chinatown subway. Oh, looks like they're pulling up now. Here we go. Here we go. Dig that. Dig that. It's interesting because these windows are painted with like a uh, putting this stuff on windows now that's kind of it's kind of a paint but it's kind of a, clear. The doors are closing. Sort of a see-through mesh kind of thing. Oh. We have one stop so we won't be locked into this for too long. Just one stop, one simple stop. I think I'll just let you soak in the sounds of these of these uh, Earthlings on the train. Exciting. Once I get off the train here, we'll take a walk over to Wonder Bakery and get a coffee and do a little interview of whoever the employee is there or the owner. I talked to the owner before he gave me his card. He told me it'd be great to interview him for the radio show. Well, now that I got the podcast, I can utilize this too. It's a fun thing. This podcast situation is is great because it's such an immediate, so immediate. I don't have to go, hey, I'd like to have you on my radio show sometime. I can just go, hey, I want you to be on my podcast. And then I can just immediately start recording them. I decided that I'm, decided that I'm going to start bringing to start bringing my my little microphone with me more often when I go on trips. So that way I got it right there. I can pull it out and start recording a podcast. Lickety split, lickety split. You know, you know. Here we go. All right. Lots of activity today. Lots of activity today. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. People getting on the train. People getting off the train. People trying to make decisions. You know. You know how it is. It's life. You know? You know what I mean? It's life. I'm going to get a sound of these uh, awesome fountains bubbling over here. There's a really nice sound to these things. Let's see. Check that out. Doesn't that sound nice? 
That's the sound. There's a really interesting fountain over here with a bunch of sprouting little things. This again is for those of you who really enjoy the sounds of, um, and I just now realized, I just, it just now clicked. There's a couple of guys, <laughs> as I was walking up, they see this little camera attachment. I heard him go, oh man, that's badass. He's got a, he's got a microphone on there, man. It's badass. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so funny, like, people will look at the microphone strangely if they see that I'm pointing it at them. There's something about this microphone. I think what's great about it is that it, uh, well, first of all, before I say my theory, I'll say this. I'd really like it if I could look through some kind of tool, some kind of device that shows uh, the, the, the dynamics of it. You know, the way that the sound waves, like how far out is the sensitivity, in other words, on this microphone? Um, how sense, you know, how, how far does it shoot? Like I'm imagining, okay, so what I'm imagining in my brain is, I remember on Sesame Street, I think it was on Sesame Street a long time ago, they showed a guy like up in the stands of a, of a football game or uh, some kind of game and he had on a, uh, he had on head, headphones and he was pointing one of those sort of radar gun things at the, the players so he can hear what was going on. And uh, so, you know, like with that, for instance, I imagine the sensitivity or what have you is like a laser beam. You know, it's like a cannon so far, uh, so to speak. It shoot, it, it like it shoots out far. So I'm wondering for this microphone, what its sort of length is with the sound. You know, how far it shoots out. Is it a straight ahead kind of thing? Like it's like a straight ahead, or is it more of like a a spritz? Like a spray bottle, shoots out sort of like a triangle. All right, we are here now. Hello. Hello, how are you? Great, how are you? Um, I would like a medium coffee uh -huh. with a shot of espresso, please. I love your coffee. I'm on my way to my radio show right now, right down the street. And I always stop here to get a coffee before I go there. It charges me up like crazy. You want coffee? What size? Yeah, a medium is good, but with a shot of espresso added, please. See, I'm always talking about Wonder Bakery on my radio show yeah, and how great it is, how delicious this coffee is. Thank you. Yeah, you do some magic to it. I got to tell you, it supercharges me. Yeah, thank you. And then I'm speaking like a mile a minute, like a machine gun, you know? <laughs> do you drink your coffee? Do you drink your coffee here? Yeah. You do? Yeah. I'm surprised you're not running circles around this place. How long has uh, Wonder Bakery been here? Uh, over 40 years. 14? 40. Four zero? Four zero. Uh, oh my over. goodness, holy moly. O over 40. Wow. 
You gotta throw a party here or something. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. That's great. Thank you for making sure that's nice and secure. Especially me, I'm kind of clumsy. Oh yeah, that's good. That is good. Piping hot. Uh, anything else? Uh, the coffee? For me? Okay. Anything else? No, that is okay. all. Thank you. That is all. Thank you so much. Huh? Take care. Bye-bye. All right. That is our illustrious and exciting interview with Wonder Bakery. We now have a coffee in my hand. Heading to the K-Chung Studios. I believe it's about 12.38 right now, maybe 12.40. That leaves 20 good minutes for me to get to the studio, fire up the periscope, uh, and get the uh, get the uh, yeah, get the computer hooked up, get the uh, what do they call it? Nice cast. NiceCast is the program that we use to actually broadcast K-Chung into that fancy streaming format that we all love so very much, those of us who live outside of Chinatown. If you're in Chinatown, tune in to 1630 AM. If you're outside of Chinatown, Los Angeles, check out kchungradio.org. And you can hear it streaming. Usually takes a few days before the archive goes up online. Sometimes on the K-Chung radio website. Sometimes I just take the program and I just upload it straight to Mixcloud. I record an Audacity version and then I just upload it straight to Mixcloud. So, that's what I've been doing as a backup plan. Also, if anyone can remind me, part of my mission is to go through all of the Inspirato Projecto episodes that have been uploaded to, K to the K-Chung Radio website. See, because what happens is if they upload it to the K-Chung Radio website, it's a link to the LA Archives, so they basically archive everything. LA Archive, not sure the official title of that, uh, of that 
website. However, I have seen those letters together at once before. LA Archive. And Sprout will project those on there. I think they saved them in wave format, perhaps. So please remind me to download each of those episodes and then upload them to upload them to um, Mixcloud. We got some lights on in the hallway here for Kei Chung. Kei Chung hallway. It's rarity to see so many lights on at once. It tends to be kind of dark. K Chung Radio Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here now. Wow. I'm going to get the uh, fan up and going. A series of things here. So I'm going to get this going and I'll upload this thing a little bit later. Um, take care. show. Captain Nicholas was there. He archived it. Uh, and it will be found in the Keqiang archives. He made sure of that. So since he was there, I did not take the file to uh, bring home to uh, upload to Mixcloud. That did not happen this time. It may happen next time. We do not know. On the third Monday, which I think is the 21st, I think it's the 21st. Um, if it is, we will we we will talk we will talk to you then. Should you decide to tune in, it's a great show with Orly Rodriguez, Jason McNeil, my old buddy. Talk about virtual reality, Twin Peaks, all that awesome stuff. And we also got a chance to play uh, a song by Bucket, which is Joe Magaha's band. Played a song by Man Behind the Machine. Uh, we played a new one by Wordland. Who else did we play on there? Oh, yeah. Uh, one called Clowny Synth by O.S. DeVille. We played that one on there, too. That was good. I also received some wonderful news from John Garside, my old buddy, who uh, I acted in Max Neptune for. He, he wrote and he co-directed that movie, retro sci-fi classic, uh, inspired by 
Flash Gordon, Commando Cody, all those old serials. So Max Neptune and the Menacing Squid is inspired by that and created with the intention, created with the spirit as if it were, as if it were a, as if it were made way back then. If they had the technology that we have today, this is how they would make it back then. So we did it in that spirit. We used a green screen. We used uh, a lot of fun tricks. Talk about movie magic. We used a lot of interesting movie magic to uh, to get that rocking, to get it rolling. I think it took us like five years to put that that puppy together. A lot of it was the virtual, was the uh, visual visual effects that Colin. Fleming had to do. We had about six, six or seven computers that they got, um, which they call a render farm. All those were connected together, and um, they used that to help render the 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 high quality visual effects that Colin was doing. And the, it would be basically sometimes it would take eight hours for, you know, all these computers to basically render 20 seconds. 20 seconds of footage, it would take eight hours. So imagine that. So these guys, their their day jobs, you know, they would have their day jobs, and then they come home right from the... Uh, I didn't get a ticket on the ride. I just got a gym. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Let me see I if I have any singles right here. Oh, jeez, you're taking I'm not riding this one, though. I have to ride it one part. Oh, oh, oh gotcha. So there's that for you. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Good luck getting to where you got to get to. Yeah, I need four pictures. I got to get back to Oh. So what, what's, what's cool is John has been making these various videos around town called Forgotten Tales, which is all the history about uh, the surrounding the Whittier, Whittier area. <clears throat> um, he started investigating the Turnbull, you know, the name behind Turnbull Canyon Road. And so that that was like one of his early ones. He, he just told a whole bunch of different ones. And he did one about a lion's farm called Gay's Lion Farm. And th that was the lion farm where they had the MGM lion. They, they uh, had a lot of very well-trained lions. People would go there to check out the lions, see what they're up to, see their, you know, um, watch their, watch their, you know, it was almost like a theme park. So, um, so he, he's, he's made a few of these. The most recent one that he did, which is just phenomenal, he did a recent one about a shooting. That occurred in Whittier with some, some of these officers. And uh, so he reported on it. He did a it was probably 15, 20 minute long thing. He did some interviews with these guys. They broke open their old evidence um, files. They let him see stuff that no one else had seen. They let him hear the original recordings, all this stuff. So he puts this together. And the cops are going crazy. And all of a sudden, John is getting all these emails from cops 
asking him to investigate their shootings, you know, look into theirs and tell their stories. And so one of the cops knows a guy who's writing a book about a series of cop shootings that, that occurred. And that guy found out about John. I guess he, uh, one of the stories is in, in there is going to be the story that John covered in his Forgotten Tales episode. So that guy drove out from Santa Monica to meet up with John and the other officer, and the guy wants John to do for his show um, what he did for Forgotten Tales. So I guess the guy has a bunch of connections and whatnot. So, oh man, I'm so excited. It's so exciting to see how this is unfolding. He wants to do reenactments. They want to do reenactments. Maybe we could bring Colin into it to, to do some of the visual effects. That would be awesome. It'd be awesome if we could bring Nooch in from wherever he's at, Massachusetts or wherever. We bring him in, do all the special effects, visual effects for the, uh, you know, the makeup effects, prosthetics, whatnot. So, so much great momentum moving along. Wonderful things. Oh, I was going to. I got asked again to substitute for that improv class, and uh, but I had Inspirato projectors. So I wasn't able to do it. However, I am looking forward to to doing that again in the future. Teaching the kids improv. So I think for now, I'm gonna hang this up. Check that out, by the way, on YouTube. Forgotten Tales. Uh, look up the one. Look up Electrodome. Electrodome. Forgotten Tales. You can also look up how the canyon got its name. You can type in Turnbull Canyon. Turnbull Canyon Road. And Forgotten Tales. And that, that will be good. Alright, ta-ta for now. I'm going to put some... We're going to see if we can get some chords to this. We only have a half an hour here, so we're, going to, we're just going to chop through this. We're going to see what we can do here. All right, so... All right, so this one is called Such and Such. I'm going to mess, mess around with this, see what we can do here.
such and such they say that we're too much but whenever we touch I just walk away from the such and such they love to talk and judge but baby we won't budge let's just walk away from the such and such
They won't make, they won't make 
start we'll come back to that later another another wonderfully written song by Mr. Lawrence August <laughs> thank you everybody for, for listening to Inspirando Projecto Podcast goodbye everybody